Hi, and welcome to another episode of Grow Out Loud, the podcast for business owners looking for a better way in business and life. Um, with me, Aideen Curtin, and my lovely co-host, Podwife, Claire Gallagher. Hi, Podwife. How are you? How are you? I love that you, we started referring to each other as that. Um, so this week, we are talking about validation and recognition. So we're kind of asking the question about, you know, what value does um, recognition within your own industry have for your business? At what point does it become a distraction and a damage to your business? Having your offerings validated by your clients and how that will impact your business both financially and impact you as a person. Thank you all again so much for listening. Really appreciate you all. And yeah, enjoy. does recognition need to come from in order for that to be because I was like going at as like when is it a is it something that you should be paying attention to there's that word Mm. again should Mm, mm, mm. um when is it something that you should be paying attention to is it like a worthy pursuit and what value does it really bring Mm. to you to your business um I think like when it comes to awards and like competitions I think competition is healthy Mm. I think competition can kind of... If you're that way inclined as well, though, I suppose. It can be healthy as in, not competition as in enter your name and (laughs) fill in a form, not that, but like competition as in looking around at your competitors, peers, and kind of using the success of others to drive you forward Mm. or to do do better work, to kind of push you forward and kind of to... I know we're very cautious around pushing and pushing through and and things like that but I think it can be healthy to see what other people are achieving or doing or showing up as and being inspired by it mm-hmm. and kind of going like well it not as in um a screw you I can do that too it's more but like good for you I'm going to do that too you know there's mm-hmm. a kind of um there's a mentality it, it, competition doesn't necessarily have to be aggressive it doesn't have to be like I mean if you look at the Olympics (laughs) like there's a lot of team team spirit and uh sportsmanship yes you can be sportsmanly about Uh, sports personally yes indeed are we we there (laughs) is that happening now not that competitiveness is good but having competition and looking around and not just working in a vacuum I think that's my point not working in a vacuum, but like if you are aware of your competitors or if you're aware of other people in your industry, niche, whatever, it can inform, it can give you something to react to instead of just like, I'm creating my own little thing in my own little world and it's I'm doing it my way. Not winning against them, but like being in a kind of more of a community spirit as in good for you, let's, let's collaborate or good for you, um, you're inspiring me. You know, I think that can that can be like a nice version of competition. Yeah. And it's not about like comparison just because because that can be a thing that we can, um, you know, especially if you're looking around online and stuff like it can be easy to kind of 
fall into that comparison trap. And if it, it depends, you know, I suppose, I suppose that's the thing when you're looking around, like as a business owner, if you're looking around within your industry, the, if the intention is to learn and be part of a community, it's that, um, sort of like friendly competition but if mm. the intention is to kind of berate yourself um you know I, I suppose it's the place that you're coming from if your esteem self-esteem or whatever is a bit lower then it can become a comparison thing yeah um which just gives you more kind of maybe juice to beat yourself with instead of do you get you know, that do you get do you feel competitive do you feel do you do the comparison thing? Because I know you did a lot of work on this kind of stuff before. Within the business, not so much. And um, there's a couple of pretty... With, outside of the business? Yeah, like on a personal level. On a personal level, a okay. Bit, yeah. Um, within the business, like there's a couple of pretty fantastic photographers. Like within the brand... Within the brand industry that I would kind of look up to mm. but actually I'd say probably like in terms of like in terms of my photography I'd probably look up to photographers outside of the brand stuff. Mm. like I have a couple of friends whose work I really admire um there would be quite a few um portrait photographers who you know they're simply portrait photography yeah it's a whole different kind of my dream you know (laughs) like the reason that I do the branding stuff is because I can get paid to to do that and 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 people come to me instead of me having to go out and kind of say hey I'm good enough to take people's portraits and get paid for it just because Mm. like that's not um that's not where I am at the moment but I do think that's kind of my you know the way they talk about like parallel careers and stuff like we have the thing that we do and then we have the the other thing and like my dream is that people just pay me to take their portraits because they want to yeah instead of it being an investment because they have to because it's for their business yeah that oh, that's sense? interesting I didn't know that about you mm, I didn't know either did I really <laughs> it just kind of came out. but it until is, just now <laughs> yeah like it is one of those things that I don't really I don't really talk about a whole lot but I think it's there like in the back mm. of my head always that like instead of you know because the business like the branding photography is very much like we capture a lot of the personal but it's also very much business whereas like portrait photography you can get that bit more vulnerable with people and I would love to just be able to do that to be honest with you because at that point they're not showing up for customers and clients they're showing up for themselves and it's a part of their legacy yeah it's very very different oh that's fab i did not yeah. know this about you Edith Curtin. yeah i yeah. learned something today so like in a way that's kind of uh an example of what i was talking about you look around at these other amazing portrait photographers doing not necessarily the same thing as you and it inspires you to go maybe learn about something or to keep an eye on how they're doing it and what they're doing and understand it as an art form Mm -hmm. to aspire to and work towards so that's like it's not a comparison thing but it's a community inspiring inspired by others kind of thing good for you I'm coming with you kind of thing yeah yeah exactly and and like I would have some like there's one photographer in particular um Platon is his name 
he's Greek English. He's got a um, Netflix, you know, they um, did a series of like with designers and creators and stuff. I can't even remember what it's called now, but there was one episode on him and I cried watching it because listening to him talk about his work, I was like, that's how I feel about mm-hmm. my work. Aesthetically, I think, I, I think that's what they call Plato in Greek, Platon, like Plato oh. as in the philosopher. There you go. Maybe. Very possibly so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like his work, aesthetically, I would never make work like that. Mm. Like the way he sees and the way I see are so very different. But the way he talks about his work, I am here for it. <laughs> I love it. Like he's so emotional. He's so personal. He's into. I mean, he's photographed like American presidents, uh, world leaders on the wrong side and the right side of history. Um, you know, he's he's photographed like the most powerful people in the world. And he's also photographed, you know, people that aren't, you know, just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the way he speaks about his work is just gorgeous. Mm. I really, really love that. And then I look to like friends of mine who are incredible technical photographers and I, I learn a lot from mm. them as well, you know. Yeah, that's nice. Can... And that's where the comp- competition is like, it's, it's good competition in it and it's yeah. comparison in a positive light so you're not looking for like if we're bringing it back to validation and recognition um it would be like if you were looking for validation in that context it's the people who you respect whose validation would actually do something for you mm-hmm. it would actually give you confidence it would like the seeking of validation from somebody who is somebody you respect rather than likes follows vanity metrics mm-hmm. so th- th- I think that's that's the interesting part of it it's like it's it's good to kind of to seek validation and, and recognition in that situation yeah and you, yeah. for you Claire like how do you, how does that feed into your work do you find yourself like where where well we talked about this just before we recorded um your new offering has currently been validated because it's selling Such it's a so gorgeous <laughs> yeah Such well done you and um, do you want to tell us just a little bit about that process and yeah so like business like validation it's like it's it's legitimately like a term that they use to kind of validate your offer uh so this is like a this is something that i do with my clients so i went through like not necessarily a rebranding but a like a shift in my offering and a shift in kind of what I'm talking about online and and that was definitely inspired by people who are on my radar who are designers strategists and I look to them and I'm like how did you do that and they're the kind of people who you could literally just listen to what they're saying online and they're literally telling you how to do it so I made a slight shift away like looking for my long-term plans for my business where I want to be in five years time and taking steps towards that today and um, I created a brand new offer, which uh, I think, did we talk about this before? I'm so sorry for repeating ourselves. But um, when I went through that process for myself, the question, like the question that I ask my clients and I ask myself is like, what is my most valuable contribution? What will be my most valuable contribution tomorrow, six months time, five years from now? So 
I wanted to bring my most valuable contribution to the table for my clients and I put it together in an offer and invited people into that offer and loads of people said yes and I was like whew (laughs) I worked really hard on it (laughs) I worked really hard on it and um it was like a painful enough process to kind of let go of certain parts of my business let go of certain services that I've been doing for such a long time that have paid my bills for many many years and to just kind of let go of that and move on to a more valuable contribution which is brand new and when it's validated it's like it's so reassuring to know that all the work that you've done towards creating an offer is something that people actually want and I think I mean like I have a validation process of like how to validate my own offer how to validate the people I work with their offer um and it's not just by asking people would you buy this (laughs) because that's not um it's not really reality because like Mm -hmm would you buy it it's just it's hypothetical yeah yeah it's hypothetical and until somebody's signing contracts and and paying the full amount then it's validated yeah so that was such a relief because <laughs> yeah, I, fe- so, I feel like it is it is it is the best thing that i could be doing so talk to us will you just tell us a little bit about what this new service is go on because yeah. we're all listening going. I, it was very abstract there really wasn't it so like I was doing I've been making websites and doing graphics and logos and branding and brand kits for years and years and years and years um but I the work that I was always doing as part of that like trying to sneak it in there in case they, like without them noticing um is to kind of really have a brand strategy and a web strategy there so the word strategy is super weird. It can mean plan of action. It can mean um, positioning. It can mean so many different things, which is my difficulty in presenting this offer because people are like, well, what the hell do you mean by strategy? So this is a strategy sprint. So it's basically a deep dive with, uh, with my clients to see where they're at and where they're going and what do we need to be doing today, tomorrow, and next week, so that we can get you to your vision for your business. So like we're basically designing the future of their business and taking action towards it today. <laughs> so I take it that you like it. She did like the French kiss. I did, I did. I French did chef kiss. kiss face. I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I will actually. I, I, <laughs> this is great. I'm finding out now what your new offer is because I pay so little attention uh, to the world around me at the moment. <laughs> no, but, this is um, like, I haven't really spoken about this publicly yet okay amazing that's good because I I literally I knew I had missed it um and tell me then okay so you said already that it was a little bit a lot of feelings letting go of some of the stuff that you have been doing and that has been paying your bills but talk to us about the the feelings around this uh having this new product validated like how how does that feel like you know like if you're in business for yourself like risk is part of it otherwise you're just going to stay doing the same thing day in day out for for 30 years um yeah but strategy is a bit more abstract and people don't really get it 
as much as like a website is like a no brainer. You know exactly what that is. But it's strategy tangible. can mean so many different things. Um, and I think that's because the owner of the strategy has to define what uh, the success of the strategy is. Mm. So that's why. So if you don't really know what you want, then it becomes an intangible thing. That's like, um, do you ever listen to Rob Bell's podcast, The Robcast? No, you must uh, listen to podcasts day in, yeah, day out. <laughs> I do. I do. I dip in and out of them. Like I listened mm. to, I won't, like I hadn't listened to Rob Bell for a very long time and I just listened to a couple recently again but he is a former pastor so it's very like he talks all of his podcasts it's about he centers them on the bible and religion and stuff but he talks about so it's spiritual but he's kind of talking about it in very modern day terms Mm. but he always talks about um how you have to die to something to make the next thing so you that's nice yeah yeah, so you've had to die to the idea of of the web designer in order to become the the strategist which you know and so in order for there to be a birth there has to be a death yeah and we sometimes and and that's really uncomfortable especially when it's um you know when when it's a risk when it's a financial risk as well as a risk of how you're perceived as a business owner and as a person because that's the thing like this validation and recognition like the reason that we brought it to the table is because it's it's um it can have an impact on your financial Mm. parts of your business but it's also very personal when you're running your own business like business is personal Mm. and we're always kind of in that intersection of am I making enough money for this business to be viable and also how am I being perceived as a person Mm. because who I am as a person impacts my business and vice versa you know so there is it's that kind of constant thing um and so that other question that we had Claire like at what point um like where can the pursuit of validation and or recognition like where can it be valuable and where can it actually take away from your business I think like people who start their own businesses often aren't afraid of hard work and like there is a lot of work in it especially when you're starting out unless I mean you just already have an influx of clients from day one um but there's the kind of it's our favorite bad word it's the should thing it's like I should have this by now or I should like I'm better than I'm better than that person I should have more clients than them I should and it's like um when you feel like you're deserving of greater success or status or, you know, vanity met, vanity met, oh, Jesus, <laughs> vanity metrics. When you feel like, you feel like you deserve it because you've been working so hard. There's like a, there's a kind of a perceived authenticity in hard work. Um, but it's like, this is why I kind of, strategy is so important because like if you're not, sure why you're doing it and where you're going with it you're going to focus on things you're going to focus on things that take you away from the actual meaning of your work 
you know, ego is the enemy. I'm always talking about Ryan Holiday's books. Always, I'm like fangirl <laughs> of Ryan Holiday. <laughs> Um, but a lot of my, a lot of my thinking around this maybe probably has seeped in from from reading his books. It's like, um, like it it takes you away from the work. There's a quote I'm not going to be able to think of it. But Seneca, no, I'm going to have to think about it another time because I can't think of it right now. Um, put it in the show notes for us. Could I'll over. link to the book for sure because it's a fantastic. Ego is the enemy. I think is the is the one to look at in terms of. In terms of this but like measuring your success I think yeah. and measuring and measuring and always looking at the measure of it and not why you're doing it it takes you away from why you started and sometimes like in the strategy work that I do I re- help people to reconnect with why they're doing it so that we have clarity on where we're going with it and what are the steps that we need to take and what is the nature of of those steps you know is it like what is going to be the path forward that's going to bring you to the place that you want to go and not mm. paint yourself into some corner or get stuck so making it about the work I think that's I think that often slips slips through when you're kind of looking for validation from from people ultimately who you might not even respect that much mm. yeah and that's something I come up against that with a, with clients, like a good bit where they'll talk about other people within their industry. Yeah. So one person in particular, and we ended up, I think we might've been kind of engaged like kind of pre pandemic and then yeah. everything just changed mm-hmm. for them. But they spoke to me of how cutthroat their industry was and how people within their industry would like, abuse each other in various ways and so it was very important for this person like like in online spaces that it was you know anyway it was really important for this person to be perceived as you know x y and z and so we were just this is you know this is just us having a chat to see if we're going to work together in a second so are they going to be hiring you no so does it really matter what they think this thought so true and it happens like I can't tell you how many people that I work with that we have that conversation Mm. and I have been there so many times as well where it's like oh these people are going to be judging and are they ever going to hire me no yeah but yet it is this thing of but I want these people to respect me and I want yeah. these people, you know, when um, their impact would have absolutely zero or their their um, recognition would have zero impact on my business yeah. because they're not my clients nor never will be my clients. Mm. And it's something we can kind of, we can fall into fairly, fairly easily, to be honest. Like we can yeah. be swayed by that stuff. Um, and like you said as well about, like, you know, if your pursuit, if your, if your um, metrics of success start to sway away from, you know, the core truth of what you do and yeah. why you do it, and you get swayed into these tracks of like the vanity metrics or the, mm. the the money goals. Like when you spoke about that very recently as well, didn't you? About how, you know, taking jobs that weren't suitable. Know, 
yeah just because you were you were so focused on mm. a financial goal um that can be quite uh if you can get back on track you know if you can manage to kind of record uh, understand that that's what you're doing and, and move yourself back onto your um your, your more right path yeah I, I mean think, it's yeah you know but it can be damaging to mm. to your to your business and to your reputation to your business's reputation and to your personal reputation I think and your mental health yes absolutely (laughs) yes absolutely yes I'm chuckling but no but it's so true (laughs) I don't 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 take it lightly Mm. that's that's it like it's again when we do the strategy work it's like uh, your most valuable contribution is by you'll do your best work when you're working with your ideal clients yeah. You will definitely do your best work when you're working with your ideal client. They'll appreciate it. And you kind of, you do want your, you do want the validation that your, that your clients have a good experience and get the results that you kind of set up to help them to get. So that's Absolutely. not a, that's not a, I don't think that's vanity. I think that's like, you need some kind of sign that you're doing the right thing. You need yes, some kind of, of sign that you're, you're serving people in the way that they need, they need you in, in the way that they need you. Yeah, and that sets you up for a sustainable success as well, mm. you know. Um, so that's kind of, yeah, being being recognized by your clients. And then there's that other, that's, that kind of, we kind of started speaking about it with me at the beginning, like within the photography industry. Yeah. But like on a broader kind of term, like being recognized by those within your industry, whether that's um, awards or shortlists or um uh, you know licenses or whatever where do you see that bringing value to a business like when you when you get the recognition from uh, like influences is probably the wrong word but like industry leaders thought leaders in that that are you know it's like peer peer groups I think that can it can open up opportunities for you in terms of like in terms of your network and like a, a strong network is always a good thing to have when you're when you're building a business or scaling a business or running a business even so I think like even like recognition and validation from industry peers can help you to help doors to open to help you to be known and to build a to build a certain level of reputation within the industry. I mean, obviously those people aren't going to hire you, but not everybody, like, not everybody does exactly the same thing. And you can have opportunities for visibility, opportunities to to do something worthwhile with your work as well, you know, mm. like to reach, a, to reach more people. So definitely opportunities and visibility would be, I don't know, the first thing that would come to my mind when it comes to like awards or recognition from industry industry leaders mm. yeah like if if you ha- if there is something uh wor- like that's kind of PRable as well that you can kind of yeah that you can get it out into the world like that's definitely you make that you know, a verb 18 you make yeah, that a verb. Or not, or not. <laughs> but that can kind of lead to more visibility even outside of the industry like mm. more kind of client facing and then I suppose the next question is like at what at what point does that become um at what point is that no longer 
useful to the business mm. like is that I suppose we we talked about it already that it can get you off track and it can you know lead you to chase um the metrics that aren't so uh long-term sustainable yeah. but like how in what ways can it damage the business if you don't feel like you're um growing anymore do you feel do you feel cornered into i have to stay doing this exact thing now because that's what i'm known for if you if you personally feel cornered by it and you feel like you've no space to move or grow i think that's how that that's a moment where it can be where it can be difficult mm. yeah you kind of yes you end up getting pigeonholed or pigeonholing yourself because because you're trapped by that like the golden handcuffs or whatever just as another like little tail end bit i'm just gonna like kind of crowbar this thing in here there's a there's a an ancient greek philosopher 18 is sick in the face <laughs> you're hearing me talk about stoicism <laughs> we're always hearing about it i love it i love it but it's like um like stoicism has kind of influenced me very much like the the ryan holiday books it's like the modern versions that his he's kind of translating ancient greek philosophy to modern day accessible things i don't always love the examples that he gives because he gives a lot of like military references yeah. and stuff which i'm not very excited about but like you know they're 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 historical you know yeah. footnotes um but there's uh one philosopher seneca who he, he quotes all the time and Seneca wrote, um, like there's a book, Essays on Tranquility from, from Seneca. And there's a word that he uses, euthymia, so E-U-T-H-Y-M-I-A, euthymia. And it's like a steadiness of mind. But this kind of steadiness of mind comes about when you keep your values and principles close to your heart and you don't get swayed by what other people are saying about you. You don't get swayed by trying to be something that you're not yeah you, you make it about the work you make it about sticking to why what your mission was in the first place what your intention was in the first place and like another teaching of stoicism which helps me like every day is like you can't control the actions or thoughts of others not really you can't control what's going on in somebody else's head but you can control how do you how you react to things it's just something to kind of it, it's really kind of grounding for me to kind of look at this, like this steadiness of mind. If you're in a place of tranquility in your mind, you're going to make good decisions. You're going to connect, stay connected to your values and you're not going to get pulled in all directions by what expectations of others are or social expectations or vanity metrics or any of that other stuff. It, you kind of keep hold of your power because if you're basing your happiness on what other people are saying about you or the actions of other people on Instagram. There, I brought Instagram back into it. Um, if, if you're placing all of your bets on, what, on other people's actions, you're losing your power. You're giving it away voluntarily. So if you kind of go, I'm in a place of tranquility of mind. I don't, like validation, recognition, great, awesome, fantastic. It's going to open doors for me. But I'm I'm here because of this, that, and the other. My values, my principles, and what change I want to see happen in the world. That turned into a much bigger thing love, than yeah, I had anticipated. It, it's 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 staying grounded. That's you know I mean yeah. it, it, in another it's a, it's another 
phrase really for that staying staying in your own energy and uh, staying on your own mat instead of looking yeah. off to to see what what other people are doing or what they're saying and thinking about you or the success of yeah. others either yeah uh, yeah absolutely yeah Um, okay, Claire, thank you so much for that. I really enjoyed it. That's um, good. That's good. Of course, lots of chat about stoicism, I as just, always. I'm trying to convert as many people as possible. <laughs> uh, Aideen, here, tell us where can we find you online? You'll find me at Instagram on Firechild Photography, and you will find me on the website at firechildphotography.com. Did I, did I mention that I updated all my images on my website? <gasps> I didn't know that. Oh my God. Yes. First time in, in a very long time, like multiple years. So that was a very lovely uh, experience. It's true though, like the, the photographer, the designer, the artist, it's their own portfolio. It's always the last one to get updated. Like every designer, every creative I meet, it's like, oh, I really need to update my portfolio. Yeah. everybody does and then, it and then people say oh I love your work I'm like how do you know you haven't seen anything that I've made in three years yeah. what <laughs> but they have because my clients use it Claire where can we find you you can find me on clairecreative.com uh, there's a bunch of free stuff there if you look at the first tab on my menu there's like a bunch of free stuff one of which is a live free group coach and call to kind of look at your um, your lead gen strategy and plug any damaging gaps so that's happening on the 12th of November so if anybody wants to join me live for that please do so Amazing. date for the diary I love it thanks so much Claire all right. I'll see you next week, Edin. Bye. Yeah.